Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bali has a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race All-Star Star 7. 7. The all... 7. <laughs> 7. 7. 7. The all winners season. So let's raise a glass or a bottle and start spilling. GNT. Clank. Hey, everyone. Everyone's a winner, baby. That's the truth. That's the truth for this season. We yeah. finally have the all winners. This, this has been in the talks for a long time. When I say a long time, years. Because I remember um, listening to podcasts uh-huh. when RuPaul did um, What's the Tea with Michelle Visage. I remember on the podcast that they, um, Michelle and them talking about it, especially to Bianca, mm-hmm. and Bianca saying, um, oh, I can't remember what she said. Well, probably kind of like she, the general vibe from a lot of winners has been, oh, I'd be open to it, but let's see kind of thing. What it reminds me of, it felt very mythical for a long period of time. In the same way that All Stars 2 felt very mythical for a long time. Do you remember? Because All Stars 1, because was, All Stars 1 was so bad. Was unmitigated. It was like, there's I mean, no way they're going to I will say there was some classic TV in there. And All Stars 1 is must-see viewing for any fan of Drag Race. More the Untucked than more the, the anything. Un- more Tammy Brown, actually. Just yeah. watch, just Tell watch me every, some Mars. Just watch every scene with Tammy Brown in it. But especially that first Untucked. Um, but yeah, All Stars 2 felt so mythical for a long period of time, and now this did. And it's, it's come to pass. It's finally come to pass. It has come to pass. It's come to pass. It's been decreed by RuPaul herself, the queen, the empress, the goddess of the Drag Race galaxy. Now, I think we can get straight into All Stars 7. It's been a long time coming. I think we're very excited to the point that we try to go out for like a little pre-drink before mm-hmm, the podcast mm-hmm. for me. A, for little, me. a little pre-drink. And... Wherever we went, it was like there was a 13 place queues. And, we, and then we went we to another place. Out of one place. We, they kicked us we were out. kicked out. We had to settle. We had to settle for this round the way pub. Don't 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 be don't do that don't do that. We had a nice little drink, you know. Well, and when I say kicked out, it was one of our favourite places, and they were full. And they said they'd have us tomorrow, and they said they'd give us a little drink tomorrow in the house. Which yeah, is lovely. Um, but yes, <laughs> we're a couple of spritzes deep now. But yeah, so it was two for ten, it was two cocktails for a tenner. But it's a Friday evening. We've been working hard this week. We deserve this. I I'm just so, wanted to. I'm so excited about All Star Seven. I just wanted a pre-drink. That's all. That's all. That's all <laughs> I wanted. Got a pre-game. Pre-game. Yeah. So we had a lot of pre-drinks. You know. Uh, you know. We're staying true to the podcast name. Uh-huh. Spilling the GNT. Although <laughs> nothing spills. <laughs> No, every drop we lap, we lap every drop. We're trust, not barbarians. Trust Thank us. You. Every um, every drop is consumed. Even the condensation on the glass is oh, consumed. Yes, because nothing could have dripped into there it. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Now everyone knows that this is a live podcast. We watch it. We podcast live. We don't listen to anyone's opinions because our opinions are the only ones that matter. Unfiltered and unsolicited. Um, now I think we probably just need to get right in because we've actually been building up to this for weeks and weeks we've, we've basically spoken about the cast given some vague thoughts but now we're gonna watch the entrance and just really get into it yeah right we're gonna get right into it straight away because like, you all know them we know them I actually did just spell something let's watch and let's just got too excited I'm let's sorry. just I'm just really excited see how we feel and see how we feel yeah 
let the games begin. I'll let the games begin now, with... We're going to go... No, but what I'm going to do uh-huh. is we're going to do girl by girl in the order that they came into the workroom. Mm-hmm. And this is how it's going to go down to make sure that we get through them all uh, and so that we can keep the podcast flowing, you know, yeah. the way wine does yeah. uh, <laughs> on, a, on a normal weekday <laughs> in this household. In the morning. We're going to name the girl and then we're going to talk about what is their USP. Yeah. Like, like, what is their uniqueness? Do you know, do you know what it is? It's almost like the, just like what's their title, if you like. Yeah. Because, I don't know, did you ever play Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? No. Like, every boss had like a title. Yeah, and it was just this is what I feel like we're giving them. So, what is the USP, and also what are they bringing to the season? And then, if, and then a very quick like a about their look, <laughs> okay. okay, like a like a very fast I, I, Roxy I, Andrews spit take. I feel <laughs> Roxy Andrews spit yeah. take took several minutes. <laughs> stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Okay, so the first queen's walk in is Shay Coulee. Shay Coulee, season Shea nine. Harder than a motherfucking creme brulee. And the winner of All Star season five. Yes, and a a fourth fourth place, I guess, third or fourth in um, season nine. Yeah, we'll just talk about where they won. Okay. Yeah, so we're, we're, not, we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're not talking talk about that. We're not talking about that. This is the winner cycle, Tom. The winner cycle. No, but it is important because I think there's kind of like a cumulative wins thing as well. Sure. Now, her intro is, oh, I didn't know I needed an introduction. And she does need an introduction. Um, Shay, to me, represents excellence, fabulousness, fashion. She's like a total all-rounder. I think Shay serves on the runway. She turns it in comedy challenges. Um, and she can dance. She can perform. She's, there's kind of nothing she can't do. That's Shay to me. Okay. You know? Okay. For, for me, Shay is this very... I think Shay re- represents black drag excellence. She's complete excellence. Especially when it comes to the performance side of things. Her fashion is on point. Mm-hmm. She knows how to dance. She knows how to perform. And I think that's what she's bringing. Definitely. I will say, thinking about Shay on the whole, on season nine, I found her so exciting and such an all-rounder and everybody just thought she was going to win. And obviously she didn't. Um, on All-Stars 5, it was a little bit like Alaska on um, All-Stars 2 in the sense that I felt that she was just as she was more bulletproof. Um, she'd really polished herself, but there's that little bit of kind of like lovable rough around the edge that wasn't quite there. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. That I didn't connect with her quite as much okay. on All Stars Five. See, but still an amazing all rounded talented queen. I th- I felt that Shay was bulletproof in season nine. I, I thought th- she I was felt- more real. I thought she was more real on season nine. Like the stuff with Nina. But that was it. That was her, it was her confidence. It was bulletproof. It was like she was she just she had it. I think in all stars, she 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 kind of I feel she second guessed herself. I, I, I think feel, you're right. I, think I you're feel right. that she second guessed herself because A about the way that she was kind of assassinated off by Sasha. Let's, let's be honest. It kind of annoyed me how they made that her big plot yeah. line in All Stars Five. I, like and, she's and, more than that. Yeah, they, they pushed it on her. Um and I I felt like she second guessed herself and she didn't have that same lethal kind of like power that she had in season nine. Mm. I, I actually feel that Miss Cracker 
really shone in All Stars 5. Miss and Cracker, I do feel yeah. that she probably... Alexis Mateo as well. There were so many strong girls and Jujubee. It was a really strong cast. Well, actually, 50% this cast was really, really strong. Um, I think what I want to see with Shay, basically what I'm saying is I want to see that spark... That I, that I connected with in season nine. I want to see her a yeah. bit more vulnerable and a bit more real. Um, she walks in looking fabulous in this orange cat suit. The pagoda shoulders is giving me very Balmar. That um, I can't remember. What, it was a, was it last year, year before the the one with the top to toe monochromatic pagoda shoulder. Are looks. you are you asking me about? Yeah, do you remember what year it was? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Well, well, I, I think I was in the second row. <laughs> the front. I, yeah, I was there because you know that's that's what I do. Look, she is snatched. She looks bloody stunning. Oh, she's the amazing. makeup chick, outfit chick, body chick. I mean, she's just consummate drag excellence. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what she brings this season. The next queen to come oh, up. Just qu- very quickly, four wins in her first season, two proper wins in All Stars five. Like she won and won the lip sync twice. Okay. Yeah, and there were no other like tops, if you like. It's really hard when we're including All-Stars winners in this because obviously they've had more opportunity to pick up wins. Depends on the season. All-Stars 5, All-Stars 6, they had less opportunities to win in inverted commas than 2 to 4. But they still had more opportunities than the girls who did it the first time. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, Jada is at all as the winner of season twelve. Here comes Jada. I'm really happy to see Jada here because for me, Jada is a, a fabulous queen who I just don't feel like I know that well because she's relatively new as a winner and she was kind of like lost in a shuffle, not just because of coronavirus, but because that was Drag Race going to real overdrive with international seasons okay. and the franchise. And I do feel like Jada's reign was kind of like a little bit lost in the shuffle with her. So I'm so looking forward to seeing more of her. I think you are right. I feel like I don't really know Jada that well. And yeah. the, the funny thing is that we should actually know her probably one of the most because we were all in lockdown. We had nothing to do but to watch RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race. So we actually had more time to give their attention to these queens. However, they just bombarded season after yeah. season, one after the other, starting mm-hmm. another season of RuPaul's Drag Race while one was still on. Overlapping. And it was just, it was, a, it was a bit too much. So you didn't get to really um, appreciate her reign. Didn't UK2 overlap with 12 as well? And UK2 was like a really fantastic season. So but I'm excited to see what she brings. I, I, I'm actually, when yeah. I think of her, I think of pageantry, yeah. pageant excellence, black excellence, beauty, um, but also one of those pageant girls who really found her funny and showed her funny on the show. She had three wins, which is really admirable in such a talented cast. Um, I think, what did she, she won a makeover. She won her debut episode. So she was a front runner from the beginning. And, oh, the, the presidential one. Look over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I really want to, I want to see her. I want to see kind of like how she measures up against some of these titans here. When I think about Jada, I I really do... F- the first thing that comes to mind is fashion. Oh, her runways were her flawless. Ru- exactly. Absolutely. I just think fashion... Flawless. Yes, she was great. She was a funny, good performer. But her, her USP was the fashion. But like... Polish. Yeah, I would say she's not exactly avant-garde fashion a lot of the time. She's traditionally beautiful, but the polish is next level. As you saw in the makeover, for example. And, I, you know, arguably she should have won the ball. 
her ball. Do you remember the, the ball ball? The ball the, ball. the bubble bath look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. Uh, and the Madonna challenge. Yeah. Oh, she was I so can't sensual. wait to see what she brings. I feel like I I don't really know her. I don't know. Yeah. I want. Yeah, I think I need to get to know Jada yes. more. That's what I'm looking forward to because I feel like she's the one with the biggest question mark. Yeah. The other thing I will say, the edit on season 12 was obviously very, very strange because of the whole Sherry, Sherry Pie debacle and the fact that really um, plot lines and edits were like really, really hastily reorganized. And yeah. I think Jada did not. I don't, again, another reason why I didn't feel like I got to know her that much. Yeah. Next up, we've got Evie. Evie Oddly's the winner of season 11. I'm Evie Oddly. Don't mind enough. me. I just even the odds. That's her um, her entrance. Thank you very much. Um, I think that this look, first of all, is amazing. It's just it's so acid Evie. trip. It's an acid trip. Evie very Oddly dark. on an acid trip. And, I, and I'm here for it. And it's I'm me. taking that pool. I'm, I'm swallowing. It's a troll doll wearing Bicala with all the spikes and all the colors and the, the vivid shapes and stuff. Classic Evie. I do, it is so comical how her hair keeps flopping every time the camera now, cuts to and from her. We've heard her. about the inner saboteur, but the outer saboteur <laughs> is called Evie Oddly's wig. Do you remember Raja O'Hara's earring? were her saboteur when she walked in on Evie's season season yeah. 11 Evie is falling victim to the same well, spirit yeah yeah it's there it's um, there what is her USP what do you think of when oh, you think she's, Evie Oddly she's equal parts kooky and quirky but also like performance talent she's given us one of the most memorable lip syncs ever and she very rightly earned her place on the Vegas stage very consistent performer as well and I also remember her just being like outspoken, yeah, but like in a quite a lovable way. No, not all the time. Don't don't lie. <laughs> okay, tell don't me do my, that. Tell don't me do my that. feelings. Don't Go on. Do tell that. Me my, no, most of the time, I, sure, there were sometimes she could have picked her moments better. I would say, but most of the time she spoke out of a place of truth and was probably saying what a lot of people were thinking. Doesn't always need to be sad, but that's just her. When I think Evie Oddly, I think unapologetic. An apologetic bitch like Madonna. Yeah, yeah. that's what I think of. But yeah. I also think Cirque du Soleil. Cirque no du one gay. can. No ah. one has come here and done what Evie can do. Totally, she's unique, isn't no she? No one. No yeah. one can do what Evie does. She puts the U in C U N T. She is Cirque du Soleil, um, and she's unapologetic. That's what I think of when I think of her. I remember her runways being incredibly varied and creative, um, slightly on the crafty side because of her finances, probably. So, like, but now she's got money. She's got the money. She got money. So, looking forward to seeing again. But you know, I'm look really looking forward to seeing her in a design challenge because this this girl can really pull things together. Um, And also, she I know this is filmed before, but she is the mother of the current reigning. Willow Pill. Yeah. She she's blessed us. She birthed Willow Pill. Um, what a gift to the world. And their parallels are so, so interesting. If there's a family you want to join, it's the house of Oddly. Oddly Pill. Yeah. <laughs> Our house is the house of Goujons. <laughs> yeah, we decided this the other day. <laughs> we decided if we, if we started a house, it'd be the house of Goujons. <laughs> and we'd have like chicken Goujons. Yeah. Place Guzan. Crunchy Guzan. Manila Guzan. Manila Guzan. Oh, that sounds so she tasty. Is, she is welcome to join. I a plate full of Manila Guzan. You, you, can, you can join us whenever you want. Okay, next up we've got Trinity the Tuck, who is she was who appeared on season nine, but won All-Star season six. 
No, four. Four? <laughs> four, dear. She got the joint win on four. So Trinity actually has a super duper strong track record because she won three on her own in season nine. No joint wins or anything. And then in in All Stars um, four, she won two outright, but had another two highs, which are like pseudo wins, you know, mm-hmm. like didn't win the lip sync, but was in the top two in the challenge. Trinity, to me... Um, she represents pageant excellence again in in a, in a way a bit like Jada. She was a pageant queen who found her funny. Like she won um, nine hundred two one zero. You know, uh, I'm addicted to speed too. Mm-hmm. Um, she won snatch game in um, in her all star season. Oh no, it was top two for that. But I think one thing for Trinity, there's a couple of like reasons for her to seek redemption because she's our joint win, you know, along with Monet, our joint win queen. But also she's been quite mired in controversy the past few years, some of which has been more justified, some of which has just been spurious rumours, if you ask me. What's what's the justified one? Well, there's the coronavirus stuff, you know, that was very public, her... her um, performing without a mask in venues during the height of the pandemic and then not really taking the criticism. Yeah. Um, but the other stuff is the She Devil by Night stuff. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I am, but it's just like... To me... And there's, there's there's a whole sector of the drag race world yeah. um, that is just little nitty-gritty, like, yeah. trolley, like little kid, little kid drama yeah. that I hear about, but I dismiss. I'm like, I'm a grown man. I've done this much. I'm a grown-ass man. I'm not going to, you know... I'm a grown-ass man doing a podcast about drag queens. <laughs> I, have, I have better things to do with my time then listen to these little queens online talk about she devil by night thank you what i'll say about she devil and i've done as much of my own research as i can stomach and i will say very big thank you to queens like mira mangle and bussy queen who've done great videos on it and are worth checking out as far as i can gather there's literally no evidence and it became like a storm in a teacup so i'm going to dismiss it completely when i think trinity the tuck i think body and i think yeah. fashion and i think what solidified the fashion for me was her running all stars oh so that good her runways i mean the teacup that that, so that china was the outfit reference there were um, what was that candy floss kind of like wavy the yeah, waves runway that was almost like aris van hertenesque yeah. it was like a bubblegum kind of splatter thing there was a direct um Carl Agafel for Chanel reference. There were Versace references. You really, really served the fashion. I, I, that's what I think of straight away as fashion, and also a, a little bit of the Evie Oddly kind of syndrome. She's, she is very straight talking. She's I very find honest. Trinity really, really likable. I find like whenever I've seen her on the show, she's like shady in a funny way. She's very straight talking, and I also remember her playing All Stars in a very in a way that I consider very ethical, I guess. Like she was very like, I'm here to take out, I'm here to be in the top with the with the best, and I'm not going to take out the best along the way. So she's got like her own internal moral compass and stuff. And like, I'd like to see her have a bit of redemption. I'd like to see her just explain and apologize for some of the things that have happened in the past, and just like let it go, move on. Mm-hmm. Speaking on fashion, what did you take on her look? Not my favorite, actually. For a girl who ninety-five <laughs> percent of the time looks amazing, for me this look is a bit lacking in cohesion and a bit cobbled together. If if there's a reference in there, the mask and the silhouette reminds me of a very specific Thierry Mugler look, um, a bit Phantom of the Opera kind of gown sort of thing. But like, there's this harness and then these different yellow and purple. 
not it, it's a bit jarring to my eyes okay i know trinity can do better than this and i didn't mind it but then, then again i don't i don't have the eye tom tom I, tom i don't have the eye i think this is probably- call me professor trelawney <laughs> but i i don't possess the eye. i do possess the eye, but i don't i don't <laughs> again when she walked in on all stars four that was a um was it prada Reference that Sarah Paulson had worn the exact same look. Love that, yeah. Let's talk about her twin Monet Exchange. You know what they say, Monet changes everything. Now, Monet Exchange is a close personal friend of mine. I don't know if we've ever spoken about this before, but many years ago, before she was on Drag Race, I took a trip to New York and I met her in Monster Bar and she was very kind. She was a wonderful hostess. She spent a lot of time talking to me and... We've drifted since then. We've drifted. But, you know, she's got a special place in my heart. You reunited in Manchester, though, didn't you? We did. We did. And you met her, too. And we met Bob. I met Bob. You met Bob. You did not meet Monet. I met Bob. And Monet was there. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, that speaketh how I feeleth. Anyway, I will let's talk about Monet. Spot for Monet. The USP for Monet, and I, I've said this time and time again, this bitch is a born performer. Entertainer. When she's boots. on stage lip syncing, my eyes only want to look at her. You have to be doing some some good ass stuff, but she just, she, she commands. She has such a stage presence and i love that she's funny on stage she's amazing on stage she can move everything is just beautifully calculated it's beautifully performed she is a performer period she's fabulous i I do think i mean the only thing that held her back in her first season was some slightly crunchy runways but she really made up for that on all stars form i completely agree with you her usp is like an effortless charisma when she's lip syncing. Yeah. We've seen it. We've seen her live. We've seen. I don't think she lost a symbol, a single lip sync on season ten. I don't think she lost that one against Cameron. I don't think she knows how to. Like you, you just when you're really good at what you do, you're never a loser. And I think that's yeah. what Monet is exceptional. She's so so good. Jinx Monsoon. Oh, talk about season five. A favorite, and we're we're gonna be. This, we're, you know, some of our biases might honest. show themselves. Let's be honest. She's got the bias card this season. Yeah, she's been in house, unfortunately, and it, you know, I hate to say it, but it's true. We've met Jinx. Yes, we. I've met her twice actually. I met her during that same trip to New York many moons ago, and then we saw her in London. We saw her in London. We got a meet and greet, and she was very sweet, very funny. She liked our chest. She did. She punched us. She punched our chest. <laughs> she punched our chest. So you guys she was work like, out. oh, you guys look like you work out. And they like, <laughs> did like a little mock boxing thing against us. She was so sweet. Um, um, a Jinx Monsoon, what can you say? USP Witty. She is a character. She is a performer. Amazing trained singer. She's funny. If I were to sum up like her vibe in like a couple of words, it'd be like Cabaret Vaudeville. Yeah, you know, she, it's exactly as you said. She's a comedian. She's witty. She's a singer. She's a performer. She's an actress. She's Broadway. She's got yeah. all these musical and old school influences of the old divas of the yeah. Broadway divas. But she is she's just witty. And you know what? Like a lot of the times when people are trying to put on a character, you, you can see them trying to be a character. Yeah. When it's drinks monsoon. You see whatever she's portraying. It's just, it's realized, it's real. She is just amazing. Wait, maybe you should ask Roxy Andrews about that because she disagrees. Oh. What? <laughs> I mean, season five. You're not a lawyer, you're just jinx. 
What, and what, what's your character, Roxy? Uh, 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 a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a bitch. <laughs> Matthew got his answer there, didn't he? But um, Jinx, very, very excited. So she's one of two girls who feel like kind of OG generation, if you like, uh, pre the like peak that Drag Race has been at the few past few years. So happy to see her have a return to the stage. Um, great track record from her season. Well, actually, no, it, it is a great track. Two wins, but nearly always high. Late bloomer. Late bloomer with the no, winning no, no. club. No, no, no. Always, like, she was high. Like, maybe the first two episodes, she wasn't high, and she was high nearly the whole rest of the time. And her only trip... Her only Late sl- bloomer. When was her first win? Um, her first win... I can't remember off the top it of my was, head. It was after... It what was I'm saying, she was always before. high. She was yeah. always high. But she was a late oh, bloomer. First win, I know this off the top of my head, actually. Episode five, which is unusual for a winner. Yeah, so that's a late bloomer. Well, but she was always high. Her only real misstep was the um, ball. Because I mean, when yes. Jinx... I hope this has changed, because this could be a her Achilles heel. When Jinx is asked to make something, her taste level drops quite markedly. Well, well... I think we have different aesthetics. (laughs) I'm calling it Alexander McQueen Candyland at Christmas. (laughs) To me, this is glamorous. (laughs) We got all the quotes for Jinx. We got it all. I mean, yeah, her Achilles heel was her makeup and her fashion. I mean, the makeup's flawless now. Uh, The mug is beat. The hair is right. Um, the, 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 the body is right. Yeah. You know, she is curvaceously beautiful. It's natural. She's, she's put on weight. She's put on weight, but, but like, she looks good. Oh, she looks good. She looks gorgeous. She, I, I think. Not but, sorry. She's put on weight and yeah. she looks good. I've, I, I've heard Jinx say really that actually, you know, she was starving herself on season five to be slim and she's far more comfortable with, with her body now. So I'm so happy to see it. I love it. Um, she is giving me fifties pinup, but also like a touch of like old school Hollywood glamour. She's a bit kind of Rita Hayworth. She's a bit Betty Davis. She's ready to walk on stage and sing a song and sing a duet. Do you think this is a callback to her original entrance look as well? She walked in in a, I can hear the cackling from down, down the, the street. Detox with the feathers. Yeah. Um, she walked in in a kind of, you know, leotard and, and peignoir. We have to talk about her entrance line, which is iconic. She so walks good. in, poses, looks left to right and says, mine. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Talk about a natural comedian. There it is. I think we've we've la- waxed lyrical enough about Jinx. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Raja, the winner of season three. Now, first of all, I want to say that I'm so happy that love I love it Raja. when we get an OG queen in. The queens who did it, the queens who paved the way for the show to be such a success. And also, for me, Raja is the twiggy of Drag Race in the sense I love that, that. I love Raja made, created this whole new drag is fashion. OG she created fashion the fa- queen. Yeah, she is the OG I fashion queen. We'll say on her season, season three, Jara Sofia was also an amazing fashion queen. Raja... In her season, she was much beloved from the outset by the judges and got slight push, but so deserved her win. Um, you knew her before. So I used to, well, everyone who you used knew to watch. Her. Yeah, buddies yeah. with her. I too was in New York like the other time. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got money. Monet changes everything. But you know who does know her? Joe Harwood. Oh, yes. Yeah, we need to catch up with Joe soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I used to watch America's Next Top Model. For everyone who used to watch it, they would also know that Sutan, who was Raja, mm. was on there. So I knew, already knew of Raja 
beforehand. And then I saw um, Raja on Drag Race, and I was like, oh, okay. It makes sense that she brought the fashion. She works in it. She's a makeup artist. She's a fashionista. She lives it. She breathes it. When I, I think about Raja, yeah, that's exactly I what I think of. It's She is fashion. I'm so happy to see her here. I think this is a risk for Raja because it's been so many years since she's been on Drag Race and she's so like exalted as an early winner. Um, and this is, a, this is a risk. And also she's got her role in, you know, she's beloved by WOW. She's on Fashion Photo Review. There it is. There it is. She, who, who was going, who was going to be doing Fashion Photo Review when she's on air? If I were to request somebody, the best chemistry I've ever seen on Fashion Photo Review other than Raj and Raven is Violet plus Katia really really works Violet just has the knowledge and the taste and Katia is just a perfect like foil to Violet's seriousness and just makes Violet crack up and it's the chemistry is wonderful hmm Mm. um okay okay I when it comes to fashion I would like to um, I, I think I'd want to see Gottmik up there, but also I, I would like to see Utica. Gottmik has been doing it with Raja. I'd like to see Utica because Utica actually, she designs, she's a designer. Utica she knows. would be a great choice as well. I do think there's something to be said for somebody who's the fashion expert and somebody who adds a bit of levity. Yeah. I would say. Sure. But Raja to me, OG fashion queen, um, a real like empress among drag race royalty. One of the reasons, and we we have to pay tribute to these queens. I would say, the 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 first five queens, maybe the first four queens, mm-hmm. but especially the first three queens, the free, the first three seasons. That these these queens need deserve so much respect and appreciation because they are the ones who paved the way for it to be such a success and i can imagine that i I know for a fact that some of the girls in this room were influenced by raja i think there are so many drag queens who started it because of raja they just saw this beautiful gazelle on stage and were just like i want to do that yeah um, Raj is another girl who just she showed her versatility sure she killed the design challenges sure she murdered every runway um, but she also she was high in the snatch game she could be a clown when she needed to be she did well in the stand up challenge she was only she had three wins which is great really like strangely even track records on season three like Alexis Manila and Raja all had three wins um, Raja was only in the bottom once um, with that actually we're really arousing lip sync against Carmen Carrera. Yes. Straight up, boy, I know. I know, Tom. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. I could see you, you know, glossing over there. What do you think about Raja's outfit that she walked in on? I think it's fab. I saw on Instagram that she's actually created this out of old outfits of hers, so it's upcycling. Ah. Um, and I think it just shows her exquisite eye, her taste level. It's so artistic. It feels evocative of Southeast Asia, and so it feels like it's drawing on her heritage. Yeah, it's um, lovely. And also the eyes are referencing her entrance look. Yeah, her original Cyclops entrance look. It's it's great. Now the last sorry, with the Vivian, who I think she wants oh, to be known the as the Viv. Who was you know, a friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, much no, beloved. We've met her. She's our friend. We say, and this is true, I think, she's a big reason why we started this pod- podcast because we started on UK season one mm-hmm. and we were like very excited that a Scouse Queen, very excited, Scouse Queen who I'd seen perform many times, who we've met outside Home Bargain since then, um, was uh, was on that season. 
USP. When I think USP for the Vivian, I think vocals and I think fashion and I think snitch game. Well, do you know, I think if I was, I agree with all that stuff, but if I were to kind of like wrap it up in a bow with like a phrase, I would say traditional British drag with a modern twist because she draws on the old school British drag tradition of comedy, singing, performing, entertaining, but she's wrapped it up in a very chic polished modern instagram worthy drag package if you get me american drag well she's a blend she's she 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 has she's the best of both if you ask me i think she's a fantastically strong contender three wins on her season and she is looking snatched oh she's looking snatched i think this entrance look is very chic it's understated but chic the kind of corsetry with the plateau pants um, it's very, it's very Gautier, Mugler. It feels like very French corsetry chicness. The Vivian, me. you are carrying on your shoulders, on your beautiful slender shoulders, mm. the um, the weight of UK. <laughs> so uh, do us proud, my dear. All of and Europe, fly. perhaps. Yeah. Because we, we don't have Envy. We don't have Carmen. We don't have Electra there. Vanessa. Um she could do well. I mean, all of Europe. Snatch game. I mean, Michelle said it. Probably one of the best, if not the best, snatch game. Her fashions were were amazing. They stood this at the time. They're really, really even high. today. They're great. Her vocals, great singer. I mean, she is the full package. If there was someone that was going to represent the UK and Europe on a, on an American stage on a global stage. It is the Vivian. If she's to, the perfect. She's the yeah. only candidate I can think of that they could do that. If you were to choose out of the three UK winners, she feels like the most full package. Yeah. No disrespect to Crystal and Lawrence; they're both wonderful queens. Just that no Vivi- shade, no shade. Vivian just sums it all up to me. Yeah. Now we've paused it because there is a new queen here. <laughs> this is it this- is. Sandy, Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego is what in there. And zebra the print. <laughs> now she also wears Wally with with the. Tom and I are trying to work. Okay, is this a, is this a a ninth queen? Well, the imp- the implication is it seems to be that it's ninth queen. Um, I'm gonna say, looking at this person, this I'm gonna say it. The silhouette and everything screams Raven to me. Yeah. Okay. And to me, that is a joke because. Obviously, Raven did not win her season, but there was the whole, you know, multiple reasons, really. Tyra's never coming back. Tyra is King James and has quit drag, basically. So do you think because she's first alternate, like Coco Montrese, they're going to let her compete in place of Tyra, if that is Raven? I mean, I would actually love to see Raven compete again. I'm not sure if it's fair to put her in an all-winner season because she's not a winner. Also, who's Pause, pause, pause. They did that in All Stars and they let Bibi Zahara compete when she was a winner and a group of non-winners. So why can't they do the same here? I see what you mean. I see what you mean. But I, I actually was not a fan of BB being an All Stars 3. I love BB, but I don't think winners should be in conventional All Stars seasons. I, I agree. Um, so for the same reason, I don't think Raven should be in this. The only other, you know, let's look, scroll. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Hey, look, I'm going to go for more of the winners. One, that's not baby Zahara. It's not Tara Sanchez. Raj is already there. That's not Sharon Needles. Jinx is already there. Bianca, that's not Bianca. That no. is not Violet Chachki. She is not that tan. There is not Bob the Drag Queen. Yeah, it's not Bob the Drag Queen because it's, it's not. Oh my God, I would love it if Bob was here though. Sasha Valor? 
No, that's not her fashion. That's not her fashion. She's really pale. It's not Aquaria because again the tan. Um, Evie Oddly is there. Jada is there. It's not Willow Pearl. It's not Simone. It's not Lawrence Cheney. Is it Crystal Versace? No, no, no. The proportions are all wrong. Crystal's incredibly exaggerated. Envy Peru? It could be Envy. It could be Envy. I did think. Could be Angela Anang from Thailand. Priyanka? It's not Priyanka. Isis? It's not Isis. Um, Do you know what? For the life of me. It's not Isis. It's not Isis. We'd hear her first. (laughs) Um, I can't. I feel really, really bad. I cannot bring. Because I've not seen it properly because it's not on WoW Presents. Well, Thailand season one. Let's just um, watch it and see who it is. It's not Camofrala. It's not Electrobionic. Yeah. So let's just watch it's it. It's not Vanessa. We'll find out if there's another contestant. Yep. Everyone, I was right. It's Raven. <laughs> Only exactly you right. what I said. Nobody else was I right. I knew it. Yeah. I was like, no one else has their body, you know, I could just tell with the fashion, the nails. Yeah. Just Han. I just, I know that. You know, who's that Pokemon? I just knew it was Raven. It's Laban. It's Raven. It's Raven. <laughs> um, and for a while there, we, I, I was convinced that she was in there. And I was like, you know what? It makes sense because Tyra, who was the winner of her season, is no longer doing drag. So then I was like, well, she's first alternate. She's the Pokemon trees. They're going to let her take the place and she's going to represent. And then, and then things changed. I just wasn't in it. I kind of like... I just got a feeling it was a gag. I just knew it could not be possible. Because RuPaul can't do her own I makeup. Di- I didn't feel fully invested in that gag. But it was fun. It was fun. And I, I adore Raven. And so it was fun to see her do a little bit with Ru. Everyone, this is what's going down for All Stars Winner's Cycle. Can you give us this a is down that's the rules? This season, no one will be eliminated. Elimination Lopez? Each episode, the queens are going to compete in challenges designed to obviously test, uh, test their, their CUNT, their charisma, their uniqueness, their nerve, their talent. Mm-hmm. Rue's going to name the top two all-stars of the week, and they will get a legendary legend star. Legendary legendary star? Then the top two all-stars will lip-sync for their legacy with the winner getting 10k plus the power to block one of her fellow queens from receiving the legendary legend star for the following episode. There we go. There's the incendiary component. The four queens with the most stars will lip sync in the SmackDown for the crown. So in the end, one will be crowned the queen of queens. Also, it is a $200,000 Makes me prize. wonder... Is that RuPaul Palooza yet to happen? Is uh, 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 Do they know the top four queens, but they're just yet to film that? Like, is it going to be a live finale? I don't know. I, or is it going to be like an all-stars pre-recorded thing? Well, let's wait and see. I don't know. Um, uh, this is great because um, the idea of winners being sent home, I think that they needed to do something that kind of respects the legacy of each winner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know? Definitely. This feels far more respectful. Yeah. Um, it feels befitting of these amazing legendary queens. And I also love the fact that no one's going home, but the drama is that that one person, the winner, gets to block someone from getting a star, which means they're essentially ruining their chances of making it to the finale to win. Yeah, and now, know, that's going to be the hardest part. How would you strategize this? Who would you, who would you block? Would you block the person that won with you? 
Or would you block the weakest? Because what's the point of blocking the weakest? There's no point blocking the weakest. I. Th- the thing <coughs> is... Cough, cough. It, it, what it all hinges on is if they have any sort of inkling as to what next week's challenge entails. Because these girls have such different skill sets. Like, if it was a fashion challenge next week, I'd block Raja. If it was a construction challenge. Yeah. If it was a singing challenge, I'd block Jinx. Yeah. If, if it's it, a snatch game, I'd block Jinx. If it Jinx. was like dance and performance, I'd block Shay. Monet. Monet. Well, Shay or Monet. Oh, or Monet. Both fabulous. Um, yes. So I don't know how they're going to do it because, yeah, that's right. You obviously want to stop the best candidate for winning from winning. I think it's unlikely they're going to get any sort of clues as to next week's challenge. That I think they're just going to be like, who's my biggest competition? What challenge have we not had yet? Yeah. Like, In my you, mind, yeah. the only thing that... In my mind, I know there's a ball. There's a ball coming up. There's a snatch game. Ball, so snatch until game. until the snatch game comes up, I'll be saying Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> I'm blocking <laughs> Jinx Monsoon up until and after the snatch game. It's going to be someone else. Ball snatch game. Maybe makeover is another staple. Yeah. So I mean, let's see what these queens do. Reading is fundamental. They got the library oh, challenge straight the away. The are open. Tom, who had the best reads for you? Um, Do you remember me, any? My, yeah, yeah. I mean, my faves were probably Jinx and Vivian. Um, maybe Viv just like appeals to my British sense of humor. Um, so, like, I, I I always love what the Viv delivers. I love the Vivs. Um, Jinx, what? I just remember Jinx being really super duper funny. What did she say? I'm looking at my notes. Um, about Jada. I look over there. The exit. <laughs> I like her over there. <laughs> Roger. I'm so entertained by calling Raja Roger because I call her Roger all the time. I don't think I invented that. I think I got it from somewhere. Jinx Monsoon is blessed and highly favored. Do you know how I know? Mm. Because she got the rewind sound effects mm. on her read. You've always been like a sister. You've always been like a mother. You've always been like a grandmother to me. <laughs> Also, the thing to Monet, like, so unfair they're always compared to Bob. Bob is very talented. I mean, he's the lie. (laughs) (laughs) And Raja, um, you know, you're two-faced. You put the makeup on the other face, which is, you know, another take on the whole... If you're going to be two-faced, at least make one of them pretty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like Viv's one to Monet. Not many people know that Monet is a very talented singer. That is because she's not. I, that's such a, like old school joke. And I really I always enjoyed that joke. I remember going to um, some function at the Slammerwachen Golf Club once. And the DJ also fancied herself a bit of a comedian. And she said, um, um, a lot of people slag off Wrexham, but I wouldn't live anywhere else. Because that's where my house is. It feels like the same sort of like, yeah. Um, but yeah, and also um, that's how I lost all the weight. I imagine Jinx naked. Um, I think those are the only two that stood out for me. You know what? I, w- I wanted to work Raja. Now, Raja's not really a queen who reads. Her read was B-O-O-G-E-R-S, boogers, done. Which for me, kind of the very same thing that she did in her season. Very that, very She just that. went up to the one girl and said a word, fat, yeah. syphilis. Syphilis to Cama Carrera. I mean, <laughs> what else did she say? I, I, that's just her style with reading. It's not... She doesn't construct. She is capable of constructing good jokes because she did so in the stand-up challenge. But when it comes to reading, she goes for simple insults. Really, it was it was funny, but it was a bit of a cop out. 
You're so old, you make Jinx Drag look fresh. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Evie Taraja, which I thought was good. That um, was no, good. Jinx wants to win there, rightfully so. Jinx is already reminding us that she is a comedy queen. Winning the Vince reading challenge is significant. It almost feels like winning a main challenge, doesn't it? It gives you like 0.5 of a point it's a memorable mini yeah, challenge you know yeah. people don't really um, remember mini challenges but they always remember the reading challenge and they always count that as a win don't they totally the maxi stage challenge the first maxi stage challenge for the queens is they're collaborating on a new song it's called legend by Rue mention something else sorry the masterclass with Naomi Campbell yeah we can mention that after we tell them what the maxi challenge is <laughs> If you want, Tom. Sorry. I thought you were skipping because, over it. Well, the Mexican challenge was announced and then Naomi Campbell so walked in. skipping over the presence of Naomi Campbell because you hate her. Tom, I think you should slow down on the drinks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were laughing, but I'm serious. Yo, H2O. Yeah. Hydration. <laughs> H2O, no, she better don't. <laughs> the Maxi Stages, they've got to collaborate on a new song. It's called Legend. Now they're going to write their own verse and they're going to come up with the choreography. So it's basically like a group girl group challenge whatever it, it's that gonna is. be like uh i'm that bitch it's gonna be like phenomenon and to be honest phenomenon is the standard that i'll be holding them to yeah it always is yeah always gonna be now naomi campbell makes an entrance oh, legend icon starring goddess naomi campbell she walks in being the goddess that she is and just sits that runway on fire mm-hmm. is, i mean she is just legend when you think of legend, it is Naomi Campbell. She's she, when it comes to modeling royalty, she's just it. Yeah, she, she's just she's like the epitome of a '90s supermodel and a legend. I mean, she's Naomi Campbell. She's Naomi Campbell, and we, she's given us so many pop culture moments as well. Like, um, check your lipstick before you come to me. Come, come for, for me. me. Sorry. Yeah. You are not on my... Don't compare yourself to me ever. You are not on my level. Do you even... Do you know Gianni Versace? I'm sorry. Do you know Gianni Versace? Do you know Tyra? Tyra, do you know Gianni Versace? (laughs) Tyra playing the victim. And I I was told that you got me cancelled from that Versace. I'm sorry, Tyra, but do you know Gianni Versace? (laughs) It was very Gianni Versace. He was very capricious and he would very often change his mind. Tyra Banks tried it. Do you know what she tried? It. And do you know what she failed at doing? It. She, I mean, she tried to make a moment of it and I became all just like, don't remember, can't be bothered, babes. Can't remember. It's like, Tyra, you dragged me here with the promise of a champagne brunch. <laughs> um, I don't see champagne. Where's the crystal? She, Tyra Banks, even, she even made like a whole moment when she's like, I wanted this to just be me and you. I've taken the audience out of the show. <laughs> so, There's going to be no audience. So it's just going to be me and you. It was because so crazy. this is too much. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Okay. You traumatized me. Uh-huh. You tra- it was trauma. <laughs> Girl. I was so unbothered. She was so completely. Was like, no, I don't remember. I don't no, spe- I, and she was just like chilling. And Tyra was like really trying to milk that moment. It like, was Tyra, I've had an amazing career. I don't really remember what you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> what a was. It was hilarious. Now, Naomi Campbell's obviously, she's assessing me walking, giving feedback. Can you imagine having to walk for Naomi Campbell? 
how nerve-wracking and how intimidating I, th- I think all these girls felt something but there's one girl who uh, it meant more for her than the others and that was shay but what a show shay put on reminding us of the fashion queen that she is and she just strutted down this catwalk i mean walking is the thing that we do without thinking obviously when you're a child and you're learning to walk you're like you have to remember things like cues like okay left foot can now right foot and you you break down the movements that you're constantly thinking of it we don't think about that anymore we mm-hmm. just walk <laughs> but i can guarantee you that when you're yeah, walking yeah, yeah. in front of when you're walking in front of naomi campbell you've gone straight back to that kid who's just learning you're like Okay, now, okay, oh, are my shoulders moving too much? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is my left leg too much? Am, yeah. am I crossing it? I bet you it was just so analytical in the kid. Yeah. And it's like, it's just, it's you which, overcomplicated. Which, which foot goes next? Which foot goes next? Yes. Do I spin? Do I pose? <laughs> I, what, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? Are they just, are they swinging too much? Should I put them on my hips? Are they too high? Like, these <laughs> no, are the. No, my head, that goes upright, right? Um, no, but they were so good. Um, any other standouts for you apart from Shay? Viv. Viv was fab. The Viv. Viv was incredibly confident. The Viv, and um, just for her uniqueness, Evie Oddly's walk yeah. was Evie Oddly's walk. Raja was super cool as well. Raja was great. But um, Shay, Shay truly deserved the standout for this. Um, and she had a moment, Naomi. Gonna say it, feels like a Shay centric episode at this point, but. You know, I, I, I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing of Shay so far. I'm getting the kind of like, <laughs> this is a silly way of phrasing it, but she's like warm but cool, if you get me. Okay. She's like cool, but I'm getting like Shay, real Shay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Don't hit the mic to make your, your, your oh, statement, please. I was feeling emphatic. Um, so we had a look at the rehearsals. What do you do when you get a group of winners <laughs> and tell them to come up with something? It's... I mean, the words of Jinx Monsoon, a wealth of good ideas. <laughs> Jinx is going to be the narrator of this season. Do you, and obviously everyone just getting in there, trying to do it. Too many voices. Do you know what I would have done? How would how would you have organized the rehearsals? I would have appointed somebody. I would have, I would have suggested, obviously, because there are many strong voices in this room, I would have suggested the person I thought was most competent to ask them to please take charge. I would have been like, Monet, choreography. Shay, assistant choreographer. Jinx and Vivian, I want to see. I want you to oversee the production, bringing it all together. Oh, Raja, costuming. This. Jada, timekeeping. Trinity, coffee run. I love <laughs> what you've done there. That's it's, what I've done. You appeal to everybody's ego. You satisfy everyone. Everybody fulfills a niche, and everybody excels. And, and everyone's oh, doing coffee something. run though. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just like picked up on that. <laughs> I mean, come on, Trinity. What's she got? What has she got to bring? And it's, who else went to the coffee room with her? No one. Okay. I said, Jada's timekeeping. Remember in her episode, she's like, come on, guys, we got to keep, <laughs> come on, <laughs> that guys. That's what I said at the beginning. We got to keep a fast. She keep got a, a bit flustered, didn't she? Um, yeah, I really, but I find it so interesting that you would appoint Monet had choreo and Shay assistant there, right? In my opinion, right? in my opinion, um, Monet is a, a a stronger performer. So isn't it so interesting that Shay was kind of like pushed as the choreographer here? Monet's voice was not really heard much, actually. No, I think Monet is the the reason is Monet cares about Monet, and uh, that's what I feel. Like. Monet mm-hmm. has the capability of doing that, but she would rather 
be the standout of someone else's choreography. She'd rather steal the limelight from the choreography than be the one in charge and trying to get everyone on her level. Mm. That, that's, I, I say that because that's what I would rather do. <laughs> I think Jada is great with choreo as well. We've seen that several times, I think. Just don't ask her to sing. Who? Jada. Oh. Boo-boo-boo-doo-doo-doo to my heart. Great fascination. Great fascination. Before we get onto the actual um, production, what are you going to do? Quick predictions. Okay? Right. Shay Kool-Aid. She's going to smash it. She's going to slay. Shay always smashes challenges like this. Yeah, this is her thing. I mean, category is Soleil Kool-Aid. She smashed it. This she is, ate it up. This is basically a girl group challenge, okay? So... It's so hard to predict because it incorporates so many elements. It's great, funny verse. It's choreo. It's charisma and personality. It's costumes. It's very, very hard to predict who will truly excel and encompass all of that. But Shay will be great. Yep. Clap back. Um, one issue is that she mumbles. Um, a bit of clarity in her voice will be much better to hear her. She um, but that. she was great with choreography. She won I'm in Love. Yeah. She was good with that. Yeah. Um, Jada Eaton Tall. Jada will be great. She was fantastic in the musical, and she was she won. Her you think first you know me? You, you think, think you, know, you me. know me? And that was great verse. She she stepped out of her comfort zone to do that as well. So she's very adaptable. Ciara one two step. She did the whole choreography yeah. for there. Madonna the musical. She she's was she, she was six. Yeah, she's gonna do well. Evie Oddly. I mean, Evie, I mean, I mean oddly, and, oddly enough, if Evie the pulls back out, bend, yeah. the back bend, and then the walk in the back bend. Evie's solo spot is going to be spectacular. Yeah, just. I predict that. That's it. For me, Evie shines on the solo moments and can sometimes get lost in the ensemble. Right. Get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she's a stunt queen, not a choreography mm-hmm. queen. She's Cirque du Soleil, not Beyonce. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, Trinity the Tuck is one of... Never she does a strong suit. Never, yeah. She, she, I mean, my name is Trinity, and can't you see? I got a lot of piss apart up in me. And it also, was just so, like, also, calm. On. Yeah, and a terrible remix of... Um, uh, Super Queen. One, two, three, she four. Really she walked the fashion out. when she hit the floor. Five, seven, back to six. Yep. Yeah, not her forte. Not her forte. Uh, Monet Exchange. She won. Everybody say love. No, the other one actually. Because um, all I can picture is far remote. Oh my gosh. <laughs> love. It's crazy, right? Never, Never ever had a man love me, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> when I think Monet. Uh, People hate to the covers. <laughs> <laughs> People hate to the covers. When they try to take you under. <laughs> now, Monet's going to be great. She's um, going to be great because... She's here to set the bar to shine her all-star. dun dun dun, dun, dun she's a bad but bitch. Also, can you remember she's mm-hmm. on the phone in her verse? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was good. Her super queen finale performance is the reason she, it bumped her up to she a pity to win she was great she, yeah she, was, she was really good realness um jinx monsoon can i get it name <laughs> hold that now hold yeah. that now. um jinx just needs to give us her classic jinxiness yeah she will appear unique in this crowd yeah um I'm very, very interested to see Jinx in this. Yeah. Jinx, I mean, yeah, she's a trained singer. She produces her, her own production. She'd be very funny as well. Yeah, that, that's what she'll go yeah. for. Um, Raj is the wild card. I don't know. 
I mean, she did well in the Rocker Challenge. That was the nearest they came to any kind of girl group challenge in her season. She's still did... a wild card for me. Still doesn't. Did she win that? No, that was Jessica Wild. No, she was Jessica season two, Raja was season three. Oh. Um, Raja did very well. She got a lot of praise in her Rocker Challenge. Um I don't remember. remember they, no, they did it in different styles, remember? And Shangela sabotaged Kamen Carrera and tricked her into taking Oh, reggae. reggae. Yes. Oh, the reggae. Mm. <laughs> um, the Vivian's going to smash it to the moon. Kamen, She's a great singer. She is a great singer, but remember, she was in her only time in the bottom two was the girl group challenge. Oh, that's right. But that was because something happened with her confidence and she stumbled. Um, choreography does, wasn't her best thing. It doesn't represent her as a talent, I don't think. So I do expect her to do well. I expect them all to do well. Um, yes. I, th- I think they're all going to do well. I think there's going to be great cast. What I want from great them, performance. yeah, is yep. I want them each to bring um, their uniqueness more than anything to the front. I want them to remind us why they are unique queens who won their seasons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They need a... Let us know who they are and what their brand is through the song. Yeah. We've just seen the final Mixi production of Legends by the RuPaul cast. Special note uh, to RuPaul, who did a performance. She did a performance. Well, maybe this is a regular thing because she did it at the beginning of season 14 as well. Um. Oh, did she? I've, don't, that was several that. years ago now. I so want to say good on her. Knows. She was throwing some shapes, throwing some Vogue hands. Yeah. You know, someone's a Vogue right now. I love that she actually <laughs> used dancers as the backup dancer. Because a lot of the yeah. times what they usually do is they just get like good looking guys mm-hmm. who can move, but they're not dancers. These guys were dancers. I want to say props to that. Let's get into the performance. Um, first of all, Tom, Please. I want to ask you, yeah. who who were your favorites? So who stood out to me? Um, to me, Monet gave her usual charisma on stage. Jada was super duper funny and very much a standout. Jinx gave quink, uh, quirky, quintessential jinxiness that appealed to me. Um, those are the first three that spring to mind. So mine... I. I wrote down my my ones that stood up when I watched it because we watched it twice because you know we had bad connection. I think we've actually watched it several times. This well, because point. Of bad we had some connection. technical difficulties, unfortunately. The first time I wanted us, the first time the ones who stood out for me mm-hmm. was um, Monet Exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, the vocals in the beginning. She really mixed it up as well. And then she had the rap, and then she's just so charismatic and confident. So good. Uh, Evie Oddly stood Evie's out to me. Evie's always great. I mean, she was giving us gymnastics. She was giving us all the Evie Oddliness that we mm. needed. So um, back to me, because I'm telling you who oh, okay. stood out for me, because you, you just went. Just helping. Um, I don't need help, Tom. To help I don't need sometimes. help. Thank you. Very helpful person. Very impressive. Um, I loved her lyrics. I loved the performance. I mean, you know, a tad... Um, Bimini, you know, maybe doing a bit too much, <laughs> but you know, I look for it. I look for it, and now. I love it. Yeah. Um, Shay Coulee stood out for me as well. Um, although her verse was weird because it was after Jada's, and they were just reacting to the end of Jada's um, line, so we don't actually get to see Shay until like 
three lines into her um, verse. And uh, for me, like you don't miss, don't ever miss the the beginning of someone's start. Yeah, that's a that's rude. B, <laughs> then you it feels like an intrusion it's when you actually stumble upon them. They come on stage, you're like, oh. Oh, you're singing? I, oh, I did the snow. I actually thought there was something a little amiss with the sound production or something of Shay's verse that it came across a little quiet. All of them, for, oh, for most of them, the vocals were could have been turned up. Yeah, yeah. This isn't, it's, it's less a criticism of Shay and more criticism of the production. The, however, me. the second time that we watched it, my standouts were again Evie, but then um, Evie was there, Monet's still there, Shay's still there, and Jinx made an appearance. Well, Jinx, for me. Jinx. So we've, we've given our first impressions. Should we go through the girls one by one just to mention them each? Um, yeah, the ones, well, just talk about who you liked. Or I mean, they, they were far, but it was super duper competent <laughs> as performances like of this course. go. No, nobody was nobody was terrible, which is what I expect from this cast. Um, so if I talk about some of my faves, then Jinx. Jinx looked like a hooker from the Emerald City, which I was living for. Um, the the repeated listening to Jinx's verse told me how funny it was. She was so, so funny. Was it stuff about making your stepson swoon? She really like lent into the MILF stuff. She completely accepts that she's not a choreographer she's not a classically trained dancer so she was silly and she was funny and she really really made me laugh and chuckle um so she was so good monet just to mention again like looking at scorpion from mortal kombat for some reason i don't know if that was her like reference but so charismatic loved the mixing up of the singing and the rapping um and like was jada a surprise for you I just felt like she was such a standout because she made it so funny. That slap um, of Raja and the bit at the end she joked about not being able to sing. It was so self-deprecating. I found it so appealing. Uh, I mean, she didn't make my tops, but I did love the slap. The slap was so slap funny. Boot in your face. The other girls acted so well around it as well. Raja, like, you know, reacting to it and Monet, like, comforting her afterwards. It's, like, really, really funny. Yeah. There's a couple of girls we've not mentioned um raja obviously opened it and she did the sort of dead or alive you spin me around well that's what i associate it with but i know it's a different reference to that kind of goddess hands that was quite fun she was the most heavily vocoded out of anybody absolutely she? yeah they absolutely were working overtime on her vocals <laughs> raja, raja was giving a stephen hawking realness there that with was, the delivery yeah they they helped her out there yeah giving a sheer believe realness um, Viv, I thought had one of the best vocal deliveries. No, um, Viv uh, didn't really show off her vocal abilities at all. I didn't. But she did at the end. No, she didn't. There wasn't a high note. I'm. I've heard her sing, especially like when she did "To the Moon." She came in straight with a. She just went straight for the okay. jugular. Over here, it was a bit. It, it didn't have the same impact as it did for there. I don't think she really showed off. I think she 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 showed up. Okay, so you felt like it was like a safe performance from the way, from the verse. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, Evie was good. Shay was good. Raja heavily vocoded, like you said, wasn't a standout though. But she was there, and you know, props to her. Trinity for me, I liked her verse. 
finally delivered what she intended to le- deliver before i thought her use of the dancers was very clever the way she was carried um yeah that, that was clever exactly choreo. she made herself the main character she, she did very much she was very um and i thought her look was maybe similar sort of inspiration to george's um silver look that cardi b magazine cover the kind of like rib cage sort of effect um uh, Shay, I thought, was referencing um, her, her look was very current Mugler catsuit, panelled catsuit. Um, Shay, um, I enjoyed Shay. I think my expectations were very high. And again, I think production of her vocals wasn't great. She was like quiet or something. But her movement was great and she's always charismatic on stage. Her movement was good. Her flow was good. Her lyrics, mm. her style was good. Mm. They really did her wrong by not showing yeah. her like why are they starting her verse off showing us Michelle Visage laughing yeah there was something weird going on it was weird edit. it was weird it was just I was it's wrong I was it the same way with like queens everywhere yeah that and, weird thing when she did her amazing stunt and that camera angle was funny do you remember who are we talking about sorry now? I mean kind of clap back do you remember clap back clap yes. back and she did the, she was carried by the, she was carried and she did like a, an amazing kind of roll kind of tilt thing. But the camera angle was all funny. Like it cut away at a funny time. Do you remember? I don't, I don't really. I'm talking about the, when they cut from um, Aquaria to, no, no, not Aquaria. It was Aquaria to um, Brooke. Brooklyn Heights, mm-hmm. how they didn't get to her in time and you came to her like midway through yeah. her verse. And so you just didn't feel like you got the full impact or the full, the, the show. It's like you walked in halfway into a movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you just accept it. And so it's not as, as, as powerful. I don't like, I don't like what they did to Shay's introduction, but I did like Shay's flow. I did like her face. So, I did like her yeah. movement. I did like her flow. Her performance is much stronger than the edit gave us i think um as our resident performance expert did you have any comments on the wider shots um the synchronicity anybody who really fell out of the choreo um raja was in and out of choreography but they they hit they hit a lot of it very well a bit but there was just too much there was too much camera work going on like a lot a lot of the times just leave the camera out in a nice wide go up to close-ups when you need to but like they were just the camera shots were just a bit too ambitious, and maybe it's a hide think, that they weren't really a clean, you know, a clean and cohesive. Do you not think it was that intern from Canada's Drag Race too? No, no, they would not. They would no, never. They would never. The intern would never. No, it was a good performance. <laughs> yeah, and if I had to, if like, if I had to choose my top two from this, it would be Monet. Just stands out. Monet's just fabulous. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she just stood out throughout the whole thing. I would say I would put Monet up there. I would also put up, um, <laughs> I like Jinx Monsoon, I but like she Jinx really Monsoon. shone in her own moment. And it just, when I look at it as a whole, I don't think I remember her anywhere else. I know, I know it's a RuPaul cliche, but she turned her disadvantages into her advantages. She knows she's not a dancing queen, so she made it comedic. It would be either Shay or Evie, but Evie 
again was another uh, one who wasn't always on the choreography but you know but gonna, she was amazing in her solo i'm gonna check jada up there i really enjoyed what jada did i thought cool. it was, i thought it was really smart we'll use the runway to make our final decision yeah yes the category is crowning first up raja go Oh, Speed this is fashion. so beautiful. Do you know what this feels like? It feels like a natural evolution of her Vivian Westwood um, corseted look, um, Marie Antoinette, but she's evolved into <clears throat> Louis the Fourteenth. This is so well realized. The it's, it's very like Galliano for Dior for me. Very very beautiful. I love it. Jinx walks out looking like Queen Elizabeth I by Alexander McQueen. She's a sun goddess. Uh, the this looks so expensive. The crown is beautiful. Philip Treacy himself could have made this. I love her little performance with the Angelina Jolie leg, um, giving it like a little Versace twist. This is probably the best Jinx has ever looked on a runway, yeah. right? Yeah. Like Raja's look, like I expect that from Raja. My 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 expectations are so high, and she met my expectations, but Jinx has exceeded them. Absolutely. To me, this is glamorous. Mm-hmm. Monet. <laughs> um, Monet. So I love the hair art. That's probably my favorite part of this outfit. And because it's crown uh, crowning, I think that's very, very fitting. This is very Nicky Nelms. Um, love these kind of like sculpted braids. The rest of it um, is not as elevated as I would hope for this season. I think it's cute. It's a fun reference. It's a nice shell suit. The shape is right. Just not quite as elevated as I want for this runway, probably. Okay. Now, Trinity, Trinity has thrown everything on and done everything. This is really, really interesting. There's just so much to look at. The train is fantastic. Um, this sumptuous kind of velour deep royal purple affair with the jewels this gives me a Mugler vibe i'm sure i'm sure that's like a little bit of a point of reference here very sumptuous evie giving us quintessential quirky evie um what i like about this is the 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 molding of it it's all very very clever it's like she's got these separates that are plastic and molded it looks like melted crayons it's very, it reminds me of the Alexander McQueen runway with the kind of shoulder pads and the American football feel to it, but it's like crossed with Lisa Franks. I love it. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's a crayon explosion. Viv is giving me Aris Van Herpen, the house down boots. I think this is very beautiful. It's very ethereal. Those hoof-like boots. Um, the I, I think this is direct Aris Van Herpen reference. I couldn't tell you what year... But I'm pr- I'm I'm going to check it out later and look it up. But I'm pretty sure that's that's Iris Van Herpen. Um, Jada, um, what I really love about this again uh, on theme in the sense that she's created this hair art where she's got um, dreads that have been built up into a Marie Antoinette style updo, which I think is really really beautiful. I love the floral embellishments and the little crown on the top. The dress, I'm not sure if I'm quite so much a fan of. I don't know. It's very um, Vincent van Gogh's Starry Starry Night. It's um, my least favourite, but it's still beautiful. Shay, I love this look. She's giving me never TT. I think this is a direct Valentino Couture reference. Um, the the And she's an ambassador for Valentino as well. She's, she's modelled and campaigns for them. The... Um, 
I, I love this print. It's so beautiful. I love the contrast between like the really warm oranges and these cool greens. Um, I, I think this is a beautiful print and she's wearing it, it very, very beautifully. I would love to see that with, um, with her All Stars 5 um, the suit, outfit. The, the that, naked suit. That naked. I would love to see that. Nubian goddess. Yes, with yeah, this weave. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. My favorite outfit. I mean, these these queens brought it. This is a very high quality runway. Bloody they brought I mean, Raja just let expensive. us know from the get-go, I am fashion. She has oh. from, from the get go. I love what Evie Oddly's wearing. I love it. It's I so love easy. it. It's so fun. It's Evie. It's Evie with money. Really, really is. I mean, the yeah, Vivian I can, I, looks stunning. I can also imagine her having collaborated to create this. You know, it's like molded. It's got, an, it's got like an elevated, crafty feel to it. There's like this photo shoot of America's Next Top Model with a, a dripping in paint. Mm. And it's kind of like reminds me of that photo shoot, but made into a fashion garment. No, this doesn't, this doesn't change for me who I think that the winner is. I think the winner is, well, I don't know, Monet's outfits when she stands sitting next to everyone. yes. Unfortunately, on a normal drag race runway, I'd be thinking, this is quirky, this is cool, this is fun. But the level of elevation is really up there for this. So I like Evie. I'm I'm loving Evie. I'm loving Shay. And then I think, but Monet did really well in the performance. So throw her up there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think this is one of these seasons. I don't think we're going to be talking a lot about bottoms. Yeah. Oh, there's no bottoms. I'm sorry. There's, there's no bottoms. There's <laughs> Con- none. Contrary to Willem's assertions. Okay. There's none. Um, there are no bottoms. It's a fab episode, fab performances. We're just talking about tops. I just like feel like the one who impressed me most in the Challenge Plus runway was probably Jinx, but Monet was so good with the Challenge. Just her runway is not my favorite. Mm. And Jada, like, she does look gorge. I just can't decide if I love it or not. But I loved her in the Challenge. Keep in mind that she hasn't had the opportunity to tour and make as much money as some of these queens. That is a good point. That is a good point. I yeah. need to exercise my compassion. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's that. But let's have a look. The top two decided by Rue. Ooh, top two decided by Rue. <laughs> the other judges. We'll call them the other judges. Um, is Shay Kule and Monet Exchange. And I, I agree with that. I agree. I, I, it's, it's, I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm like we, we we kind of had like a top fifty percent, and both of them were in there. Yeah, and they both were amazing. Now we know they have the both lips. They've both got a legendary legend star, <laughs> legendary um, legs and dairy. Now, if star. they want to win ten k and the opportunity to block someone from getting a star, Ooh. they need to win the lip sync. Now we just saw the lip sync now, not the blocking. and what was it? It was Ella old McDonald, Ella Fitzgerald, old McDonald. And it was very, well, very kind of like old school kind of jazzy kind of delivery of it. it was I've not heard this version of all my talk. It was very entertaining. Um, going into this, when at the start I was like, oh, Monet's got this. This is right at Monet's street. There's room for comedy. Um, there's room for performance. But Shay just impressed me more and more as the performance went on. What did you think? Um, I, I I think Shay 
grew yeah. in the performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the performance for her, it, it, it started somewhere and it went somewhere. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's that's really important um, to be impactful on stage. She, um, she, yeah. At times, she was giving me old school jazz. She was giving me Josephine yes, Baker. Which I the, yeah, She was really in the era, in the moment of the movement, mm-hmm. which was great. If I could just take Monet Exchange's face and put it on... Shay Kool-Aid's body, I think their performance would have been phenomenal. Between the two of them, they did a lovely job. I just think for my taste with this particular lip sync, I, I do think Shay did a better job. I think there were times when Monet reached a little too far for a joke, um, whereas Shay had like this this subtlety and she just kind of like felt the music and I really, really enjoyed what she did. No, I, I appreciate what they both did. I know what I can see where... Um, she was going, um, and it was going with it, you know, the comedy, the silly, because w- with with a song like that, you have to give it something, because it's it's old McDonald. You have to you You've have got to, to create try and do something yeah, with you it, have to do something with yeah, it, and that's yeah. that's just where she went. But for me, Shakule won. Absolutely, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Shall we, Shall we see what the other judges think? And I want to see who she blocks. Who would you block? <sighs> Who would you Ooh, block? Well, if I were if I were Shea Coulee, thinking that we've had a performance challenge at the beginning, and maybe the next one could be a comedy challenge, I would block Jinx, Viv. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um probably. What do you think? I would be like who would I not want to go up against Could be a in a lip sync challenge next, though? Maybe I'd block Raja if I thought it was a sewing challenge next. Okay, I would be thinking, who would I not want? I've got a star. I'm closer to being the top four, mm-hmm. the top four lip syncs. Who would I not want to lip sync against? And it would be Evie Oddly, Monet Exchange. Mm. Those two would be the for me the scariest ones to go up against. I would block one of them. I'll probably block Evie because if you were up against Evie, she's going to be circus. I mean, Evie went up against Brooklyn and survived. Brooklyn's a trained professional dancer, trained since she was a child, whereas Evie was born with it. She was Maybelline. Crazy talent. She was Maybelline. She was just born with it. So she just got it. So um, I would not want to go up against Evie. So I would have, I would block Evie. Okay. I think we've got different like strategies in mind, but go off, sis. We're going to keep this really short. We know we're going a little bit over, but we know that you love it. Briefer than brief. And you're welcome. Concise. The winner was Shea Coulee, which we said. And Shea Coulee decided to block Trinity. Such an interesting choice. And it makes me think about their history you, from season nine. Do you know what it makes me think? Is that Shay's doing what she did in her season. She feels that Trinity did the worst job. She admitted on stage that she didn't know the lyrics. That, um, and I think I think anything can fall to you. Maybe that's what she went with. That's the only reason I, I can think, think of that's blocking the way Trinity. You use, I don't think this is the way the platinum plunger, as we now know. I don't think that's the way you use this. I, I think it's pointless giving it to somebody you don't think is a competitor. What? The whole point, the whole point, and this is what's encouraged in this Serrano, whereby you give the platinum plunger to your um, most favourite competition. Well, I, everyone's going to play the game the way that they play it. Yeah. Good start. Good for the first episode. I'm loving it. I'm invested. 
I'm keeping on going. I'm keeping on keeping it's just, on. It's just so, so amazing. We finally have this all winner season. And I think we're going to have to podcast again within the next 24 hours. Because it's the Snatch Game. <laughs> We've got the Snatch Game. The Snatch Game is coming up. So huh? let's get ready for that. Um, we need every- some sleep. We do. We've got to wake up and do this all over again. Guys, you can expect to hear from us soon. It's, it's called Sacrifice. It's no sacrifice. So everyone, thank you very, very much. Um, if, if you've just joined, welcome. Tell a friend, review, like us, uh, follow us on Instagram, <laughs> follow us on um, Twitter. If you're review us, guys, five stars only, thank you. Yeah, yeah, or you're blocked. <laughs> you're blocked. We'll give you the plunger. We'll give you the we'll plunger. Give you the plunger. Thank you very much. Anyway, this is Paolo. <laughs> and Dr. Sam. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs>